It's Sunday morning. With us today is former Congressman Peter King. And uh, so many things are happening in our city, our state, our country. Uh, what are we going to talk about, Congressman King? I'd say, John, the one issue which seems to linger, it was supposed to be resolved this week. You know, people thought it was going to be, and now it's off until sometime uh, you know, later next week, the upcoming week. And that's the whole issue of the uh, in- indictments of President Trump by the uh, Manhattan County uh, Grand Jury, New York County Grand Jury, by the uh, district attorney, Alvin Bragg. And uh, first of all, I think this is such an abuse of power. I mean, the job of a prosecutor is to find a crime that's been committed and then find the person who did it. In this case, they identified Donald Trump as being the person who did it before they knew what he did. And they're trying to find something that adds up to a crime. They haven't been able to do it. They seem to be, they thought they were on the verge of an indictment. And then the uh, Trump, Trump's attorneys sent in uh, a lawyer who had been a lawyer for Michael Cohen, who was supposed to be the key witness against uh, Donald Trump. And he exposed the fact that Cohen has been lying for years and that his story against Donald Trump just does not add up at all. And so rather than announce the indictment the next day, the district attorney has now put it off into the upcoming week. Uh, this is so wrong. First of all, to indict a former president of the United States is exceptional. To do it under false contrived charges. Congressman King, if you go after the next president, it better be for a big crime like treason, not uh, uh, your lawyer paying off uh, a, uh, a prostitute or a hooker. I mean, enough is enough. If we went after prostitutes and hookers for congresspeople and, and senators in, in uh in Washington, we'd have nobody left. Donald Trump did not use campaign money. He did not use federal funding at all. Uh, if, if he did it, it was his own money that was used. And that, that's how it was done. Now, of course, he denies doing it. The uh, lawyer, Bob Costello, made a very strong case. The jurors' eyes were rolling, and they're scratching their head. What the heck is the truth? And then on Thursday afternoon or Wednesday afternoon, uh, the woman is supposed to have gotten the money... She says she never had sex with uh, Donald Trump. Oh, there you go. It's, uh, no, this whole thing is it's so contrived. So they're taking something about a business record, which uh, you couldn't prosecute anymore anyway, if it were true. And then they're tying that in, saying that all of this was done as part of a campaign contribution. So, <clears throat> so they're using a federal law to somehow indict Donald Trump in a state court, but the federal government wouldn't indict him under it. So this is absolute madness. It's just, a, it's just going in a circle. Of, uh, of trying to tie together laws that have nothing to do with each other. There's no evidence, that, any real evidence, that President Trump did any of it anyway. My point is, even if he did everything he's accused of, it's not a crime. So this is, this is madness, and it's really bad for the country. How does it make us look in the eyes of the world? I mean, it's just so, so wrong in every possible respect. And listen, I hope I would say the same thing if this were being done to a Democrat, to Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. I mean, it's just wrong. We can't be turning politics into a situation where law enforcement is being used as a political weapon. That's what's happening here. That's what goes on in banana republics and third world countries, not in the United States of America. Yes, the threat went out from the Republican Congress that we're going to go after your guys. Uh, and But I think the facts uh, uh halted of what was going on in New York. It wasn't the threats. They don't think, I don't think any DA cares about the threats. 
No, that's that's, right. It has nothing to do with this question. Also, the fact that Republicans are talking about uh, sending a referral that uh, the Biden family should be investigated or there should be charges. Well, that's based on real facts. But in the end, it's the Justice Department has to do it anyway. But it's one thing to see all this evidence out there, which certainly looks incriminating against people in the Biden family, whether it is or not remains to be seen. But there's certainly enough smoke there to believe there could be a fire. In Donald Trump's case, there's nothing. There's not even like a used matchstick. There's nothing. And yet they're trying to make that a basis for an indictment. And having said that, you know, you can indict almost anyone if you want to. And that's the terrible abuse of power, though, when any district attorney does that. He has the power to do it, but it's morally wrong and it's legally wrong in the end. But you can ruin somebody. Listen, luckily, Donald Trump is wealthy and he's a strong guy. If you're an average business person uh, who uh, somehow the district attorney decides to go after you because they don't like your politics, they can bankrupt you. You can end up in the, in the end, you win. You have no money left. You have no business left. And your reputation is ruined. What else does, uh, when you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, oh, crap, uh, what, what else are you worried about? I guess, John, my kids are grown, but I still have grandchildren. I would say this whole thing with fentanyl is really terrifying. I mean, I remember when I was in high school or the, that age, adolescence, you know, the worst kids, the worst thing kids would do is have a few beers or something. And even whether it's good or bad, the fact is you get over it. Fentanyl, boy, one bad experience of fentanyl, and you're dead. And that's out there in, such, in greater numbers. And uh, I don't see anything really being done about it. Listen, I was with the uh, uh, Homeland Security people today, HSI, and how they're investigating fentanyl, trying to stop it. But even if they stop 90% of it, getting that, any of that into the country is so deadly. I think, John, you point out that there's more people killed with fentanyl and a drug overdoses in this country in the last few years than from Korea and Vietnam and Desert Storm and Afghanistan altogether. And that's really, uh, uh, it, it shows the situation we're in. Thank God we do have good uh, people. As I said, I was at an award ceremony today, uh, on, on Friday, actually, and it involved the uh, uh, HSI Homeland uh, Security Investigations, it involved the NYPD, New York Sheriff's, DEA, all of these are really outstanding groups doing all they can. But unless the border is secured, unless the president does what he has to do, as President Trump did, the fentanyl is going to keep coming in and kids are still going to keep dying. Congressman Peter King, thank you so much for bringing everybody up to date. We look forward to, we pray for America and uh, we, we hope things uh, work themselves out and we'll catch up again real soon. Thank you, John.